Episode 52, All Roads Lead to Dayton Hamvention 2016. MTCRadio.com presents Ham Radio 360, the podcast, with your host, Kale Nelson, K4CDN. Welcome into episode 52. I'm Kale Nelson, your host. My call is K4CDN. I'm in upstate South Carolina. I've been a ham for about uh, four or five years, maybe six, I guess, and been podcasting about amateur radio for about two years. I came out of a 10-year stint in non-commercial FM radio and was looking for something to do, and podcasting seemed to fit the niche, and I enjoy amateur radio, put them together, and here we are producing bi-weekly podcasts for you, and we really, really appreciate you joining us every single time. Now, this show is episode number 52, and it's released the week of Hamvention 2016. That's the big ham fest. Uh, can you call it big? How about huge ham fest in Dayton, Ohio, happening this weekend? Okay, I'm going to date the show. It's happening this weekend, and I'm going to be there thanks to you, the listener, for sending me to represent the show along with Jeremy and George in booth VA406. Now, we'll talk about that a little bit more in a few minutes, but we're going to talk to some of our sponsors of the show and of our booth space there at the Hamvention. It's going to be great. I'm going to introduce to you a new sponsor, as well as we're going to even catch up with Richard on the road from mtcradio.com. They've been with us from day one, and whether they're out hitting 28 or 30 ham fest a season or they're sitting in Paris, Texas answering the phone, they've got what you need when it comes to ICOM gear. Yeah, the new IC7300, they've got it. You want a D-Star rig, they've got it. And if you're coming to Hamvention, you need to check him out. (laughs) He'll be in the flea market. If not, if you need ICOM gear and you can't get there, don't fear. mtcradio.com, all the best deals all over the internet. Again, it's mtcradio.com. A few weeks ago, I was traveling. I I know that never, ever happens. For Kale to travel, number one. For Kale to travel twice in the same month within three weeks of each other, it's totally unheard of in the last 15 years. But I was traveling. I was in a hotel room in Cleveland, Tennessee, when I got on the Skype, and and George, KJ6VU from Pactena, and I had this conversation. Now, if it sounds like I'm whispering, uh, I kind of am because I'm not used to staying in a hotel and don't know how loud you can be in there. And anyway, I took the gear set up and we had this conversation here with George. It's George KJ6VU. And if I'm looking at your name, George, I can always say it right. But if I can't spell it phonetically by looking at it, I can't. I'm sorry. I- I'm going to have to send you some text with the syllables broken up so you can pronounce it just right i mean could you imagine me trying to introduce you to my you know to some friends i'm like hey this is george you know i told it so so sorry Uh, you know names are important and i'm sorry i murder yours every time i try to say it my ancestors are are rolling over right now listening to this well speaking of rolling over i have rolled up to tennessee we're recording these segments throughout the week as we prepare to go to dayton and uh, I'm in a hotel room, so if I sound like I'm whispering, I kind of am because I, I'm just kind of, I don't don't normally stay in hotel rooms, so I'm I'm not used. To, I, I feel like George and Jeremy traveling with this gear and setting up in this on this table, but uh, and, and I'll be doing that in a few weeks at Dayton as we uh, break down every evening after the show. But George, I want to talk to you about your new Pactena Mini. I'm kind of calling it the Pack Tiny, and I know that's not the, the right <laughs> term. But when I held the thing in my hands, that is what came to mind. Uh, and thanks for sending it out, by the way. It's a beautiful piece of equipment. I'm, I'm really afraid to even like get it dirty because it's so. Oh pretty. no, no, 
Use it. Use it. I mean, it's the whole idea. Well, you know, I, I, this morning on the way to Tennessee, I had a conversation on the local repeaters. I was going up the road. A gentleman was asking me, uh, where can you get a Pactena? Why did you need a Pactena? And I said, well, you should probably check out their brand new one too. He's got a KX3. He's looking to set up on, on the side of the road with his motorcycle when he's out traveling. And I said, you need to check out the Mini. And he said, well, what's the difference? And I said, well, there's a lot of difference, but if you listen to the show next week, you'll hear all the differences. <laughs> so this is for Ron, K4YYM. So George, tell us a little bit. Oh, we've talked about the Mini. We've talked about it a couple of times, but I really want to kind of, kind of dig in here real quick and let folks know what they can expect to see from you at Dayton, uh, regarding the new Pac-10 Mini. Yeah, sure. So, so the whole idea behind the Pac-10 Mini was to, take some of the ideas from the original Pactena design and make a super portable version. And it's it's not everything the original Pactena was. The original Pactena was, uh, is a resonant antenna, so it's really designed to be a dipole or an inverted V or a ground plane and allow you to configure it in different ways. The idea for the Mini was something even smaller and even more portable that you could literally toss into a day pack with your portable HF rig and hit the trail. Um, I noticed that when I would do that, I would have wire wound up around some kind of wire winder uh, plastic thing, and I would have maybe a matching uh, unit like a 9-to-1 unun and some coax and the you know the um, some hardware to help string it up. And it was kind of a bit of a jumble. And so the idea behind the mini was uh, let's, let's take as much of that stuff as we can and figure out a clever way to hook it all up into a unit that makes it really easy to deploy it and really easy to put it away. Cause I, I hate dumping out a, a backpack full of stuff, sorting through it, hooking stuff up, setting it up, then taking it all apart. And you're tempted to just throw it in your backpack. So I really wanted to make something that was uh, very self-contained. So hence the mini. And it's very self-contained because the unun is built into the wire winder. And then the wire wraps around the wire winder and the unun. So you have a package that will fit in a man's hand. Yeah, exactly. So the, the whole uh, mini is built around a, a piece of uh, fiberglass circuit board material. We used thicker than usual uh, material. Most PC boards are 1.6 millimeters uh, in thickness. We went with a two millimeter thick uh, PC board, so it's a little bit more rugged. The the PC board is five and a half inches long and about two and a quarter inches wide at the tips, but it is cut in at the top and on bottom and on the sides. So it's kind of in a in a uh, X shape. So that allows you to mount the matching element, the transformer, in the middle. At the bottom is a BNC coax connector, and then the wire is soldered to the circuit board and being an x shape it allows you to wrap the wire around the circuit board and if you if you wrap the wire in a figure eight fashion uh when it unfurls it it's it won't kink up so the design lends itself to um unwinding really easily uh deploying the antenna and when you're done just wind it up and you're done and you don't wind it like in a in a traditional coil you go back and forth up like a figure eight and it won't get all tangled up and you used what gauge of the wire did you use because it's a really Um, nice weight of wire yeah we really shopped around so if you use regular hookup wire like uh uh, pvc coated hookup wire it tends to kink uh entangle and all that 
So we shopped around and found some really good antenna wire. So it's 26 gauge. It is copper coated steel. So it's really, really strong. And the outer jacket is kind of a slightly slippery uh, plastic. So it's a it's actually relatively expensive wire. So you can buy it uh, online. So you, and it's it's made for antennas. Um, so we we kind of went top drawer with all the parts. So we yeah. really got the best you know quality of everything. It feels that way when you hold it. I mean it's it's so small. It looks fragile until you you hold it and you can feel the difference. The, the you can feel the quality, even the the thickness you can feel in the uh, in the actual PCB. Um, and looking at it, I mean, this thing, we've talked about how well-built it is, but, I mean, looking at it, you can tell it's well-built, and it comes in two colors. Yeah, it does. And we actually color-coded it because there's two different versions of it. So uh, in order to protect the transformer, we wrap the center of the of the Mini with some thick heat-shrink tubing. And the, one version is a 9-to-1 transformer, and the other one is a 50-to-1 transformer. And once you wrap it, you can't tell what's inside. So we wrap the 9 to 1 with yellow shrink wrap, and we wrap the 50 to 1 with black shrink wrap. So you can tell which one is which. I got you. Now, I got the yellow version, so I've got 9 to 1. And uh, you you helped me make that decision when I told you how I would probably use it in the field. Um, Tell me what the 9 to 1 is is primarily used for. So the 9 to 1 is for a radio that has uh, an antenna tuner built in, uh, preferably a wide-range tuner designed for NFED wires. So the idea behind the 9 to 1 is if you don't know what band you're going to operate on, if you have a 9 to 1 transformation ratio, then odds are you can bring the wire impedance down to the range that your tuner can handle. So... When you end feed a wire, the impedance at that wire is determined by the frequency that you're operating at and the length of the wire. So if that wire is a half wavelength at the frequency you're operating, the impedance is very, very high on the order of two, three, four thousand ohms. If the wire is not a half wave, in fact, if it's, let's say, not resonant at all, the impedance will go down. It won't go down all the way to 50 ohms, unfortunately, uh, but it'll come down to 3, 4, 5, 6, 800 ohms. Once it's in that range, a 9-to-1 transformer will bring it down into the 50 to 200 ohm range, which is easily tunable by a random wire tuner. So if you, have, uh, if you don't know what bands you're going to be on, you want to operate all bands, and you have a, a tuner, then the 9-to-1 is the most universal a matching transformer. Okay, and that's me. I've got a TS50 and I got a tuner, and that's how I roll. So, yeah. and I never so that, know what I'm going to try to use. So, all right. So we've we've covered that one. Tell me about the 50 to one because that's yeah, the 50 to one. What? <laughs> yeah. So, well, that goes back to my point about the uh, half wavelength uh, feed point impedance. So, if you if you want to operate a resonant antenna, a resonant half wavelength at the frequency you're operating, the impedance is going to be really high. It's going to be let's say 3,000 ohms. So you need to bring that 3,000 ohms down to 50 ohms. So 9 to 1 is just not going to make it, right? So 9 to 1 is not enough of a ratio. If the transformer is uh, much higher, around 50 to 1, then you've got a pretty good chance of bringing that, uh, let's say, 3,000 ohms plus or minus quite a bit down to pretty close to 50 ohms. So 
if you if you take the NFET halfway version, and you don't need a, uh, an antenna tuner, you could plug it straight into the radio, and then you trim the length of the antenna wire until you get a very good 50 ohm match. Okay. And you could get the antenna down to 1.7, 1.6 to 1, wow. just by trimming the length of the wire. Now, does it come with a, a set amount of wire on it for a particular band, or how, do you, how are you doing well, that? Well, so, yeah, so that was really a good question. So how much wire do we include? So for both of the antennas, we decided to put uh, 40 feet uh, of wire in okay. both of the antennas. Now, for the 9 to 1, the perfect length to use if you want to operate on all bands the perfect length to use is a length of wire which is not harmonically related to any of the bands you're operating in other words pick a length of wire that under all bands is not a quarter wave and it's not a half wave mm. because again at a, at a half wave you're going to have a really high impedance and you want to avoid that right so it you know if you do the math it turns out that uh, under about 60 or 70 feet there's a few lengths which work pretty well. So 29 feet is kind of a magic number. Oh. It's kind of a magic number because it's not resonant anywhere. <laughs> so it's <laughs> it's equally bad on all bands, which right. is really what you want. Okay. Now, um, on the on the 50 to one, which is designed for an NFED half wave, you want to cut the wire to be a half wavelength. So again, we provide 40 feet of wire, and with 40 feet, you can cut it down to a half wave on 20. Or a half wave on 17 or 15 or 12 or 10 or, you know, whatever band right. that is higher in frequency, therefore shorter in length. Mm. Now, if you said, well, that's all great, but I want to operate on 40 meters, 40 meters would require about a 66-foot half wavelength, then you could just solder on some extra wire. Or if you really uh, want to do a perfect job, you could remove the wire we supply, get your own wire, solder it on, and then have as much wire on the winder as you like. Uh the reason that we went with 40 feet uh, for, for 20 meters is we felt that the most common band uh, that people would operate would be 20 meters mm -hmm. uh, or a higher frequency. And the reason is that uh, above that, the wire is going to be 66 feet long. And when you're on the trail and you want to make a contact, try to get 66 feet of wire <laughs> up in the air is, you know, good luck. Yeah. Even if you bring the big uh, uh, 10 meter, 32-and-a-half-foot fiberglass mast um, that's part of the Pactena system, mm -hmm. Uh, that's still 33 feet. It's not 66 feet. So, right. so we felt that most people would be operating 20 meters. The other thing that we played around with was the idea of making it a dual band antenna. And you could do that if you wind a coil. So this was actually kind of a cool experiment. We, we took a piece of PVC pipe. Uh, I think it was one inch diameter uh, OD PVC pipe, three inches of that stuff. And a bunch of uh, magnet wire, uh, number oh, 26 gauge, I think it was. And we wound uh, somewhere around 50 turns of wire around this piece of PVC. And then we put two little machine screws through it at either end. And we put that coil uh, in the middle of the wire. So we had from the, from the Pactena feed point out to somewhere around 30... I forget, 34, 35 feet, then we put the coil, and then about another six feet. So the total length of that antenna with the coil in it was around 42 feet. Okay. And with that, the antenna would work on both 20 meters and on 40 meters. Nice. 
So that was pretty cool because now you got a 4020 antenna and it's only 41 or 42 feet, not 66 feet, so it's more manageable. Yeah. And um, in fact, we were we were thinking, oh, that we should like have a coil wound and put that in the kit, and <laughs> we just ran out of time. So yeah, <laughs> we thought, okay, we'll just publish how to do this. Kind of roll your own kind of a thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, actually, it makes for a great build project because uh, you start with the basic antenna. Oh, you want to work forty meters? Well, you know, why you know, go to Home Depot, buy some PVC pipe and some magnet wire, and make a coil. I see a great so, video on the on the on the making here. That's a good idea. We should do that. Get, get Jeremy on that right away. Really noted assignment yeah, taken. Exactly. Yeah, y'all work on yeah. that. The video guys will handle that. So what's fun about that is like it starts to you get you thinking. Oh well, what if I wanted eighty meters or what? You know, then you could kind of play with other yeah. other designs. So by the way, why forty feet of wire? Uh, the answer was because if you wanted a half wave on twenty, you'd snip it off at about thirty one feet and and throw the nine feet away. Right. If you wanted to do this dual band forty twenty, there is enough wire to do that. Okay. Well, that makes plenty of sense. It's a, it's a dual-purpose, dual band. Exactly. It can, be. It and can not, be. And you don't have to order six feet of expensive, nice, steel, right. copper-clad wire. Fantastic. Exactly. And you, you've got these in stock. Now, they're on the pac website, right? That's right. We made a, made a pile of them. Uh, we're going we're gonna to bring most of them to Dayton. Okay. And hopefully leave them there. <laughs> well, <laughs> See how it goes. Sell them to somebody. I'm just going to leave them. Well, there. yeah. I, okay. They won't be left in the booth. But yeah. They'll they'll be there. But they'll for, be in the booth. Yes. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely have them there in the booth. That'll be uh, Bravo Alpha Four Zero Six. If I'm yes, not mistaken. Yes, Four Zero Six near the ARL and Tapper and a bunch of great folks. Yeah, and ten, the Ten uh, Ten International Net is really close to us as well. Mm. I just found that out the other day. Keith told me. Uh, KR Seven. Okay. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Um, for, our, our former guest from Tintin uh, International Net says they're really close, so that would be cool to get to catch up with those guys too. All right, so uh, Bravo Alpha 406 is the Pactena booth that's sponsoring us, Ham Radio 360. Thank you again, Pactena. And uh, we're excited. I, I know that there's been a lot of excitement on some of the soda boards and some of the uh, the pages I follow on Facebook regarding the uh, the introduction of the mini here, and it's a it's a very well built well built product again from uh, from Pactena, and and I get asked this a lot, George, before we go, are there any of the original Pactenas left, or is that something that's coming? Again? Oh boy, yeah, I, I get the question uh, a couple times a week actually. Thank goodness <laughs> for that. Uh, the 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 short answer is no. Uh, we have masts. And we have chokes, and we have the nine to one feed points, but uh, the complete antenna wire elements uh, and all that uh, we don't have any. They really sold super quick, mm. uh, and we're all out. And we were already thinking about the mini, uh, and and we sold out of the originals. And we thought, well, let's finish off in the mini. Let's get them made and yeah. uh, get get them to Dayton. And then after the dust settles from Dayton, uh, we'll probably go back and look at making another batch of the originals. Cool. Cool. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> well, George, yeah. it's uh, it's always great to catch up with you, man. In, in just a matter of days, uh, I'll traipse into the uh, to the uh, ball arena there at uh, Hamvention and get to uh, shake your hand for the very first time. Really excited about that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so excited. That'll be really fun. And I, I, I'm really looking forward to meeting listeners and oh, getting man. out to talk to other folks. Well, you know, we, we've we've gotten just loads of feedback, really loads of feedback since the name change, which is so 
you know, you, when you do something like that, you, you're, you're taking a great risk because people may not like the name. They may not want to try to update their website favorites or whatever. But yeah. uh, it's been the opposite of that. 180 degrees, which is not quite 360, <laughs> but it, it's been great. And, you know, uh, you and Jeremy have played a very large part in that. And thank you very much. Thank you for the sponsorship. And thank you for coming on to chat with us about the new Mini. It's it's a great-looking unit. I can't wait to take the TS-50 out in the box. It's about 20 pounds to the, uh, to the yard and, and get it working. Hey, one other thing I want to mention, yeah. by the way, before we go. Uh, Saturday... At 2.15 at Dayton, okay. I'm doing a uh, forum talk on portable HF antennas. And mm. uh, I'll give you one guess what I'm going to talk about. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, so at that uh, forum session, I'm going to explain how we designed the Mini and uh, the design trade-offs we made and how it works and uh, share with everybody uh, how it's designed. And if you want to make your own, that's perfectly fine. So just to be really clear about this um, – Pac-10 is not our day job. That we don't do this for a living. Uh, in fact, it's it's almost like we ship a dollar with everyone that we uh, sell. So <laughs> this is, um, you know, it's 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 not for um, you know our main source of income by any stretch of the imagination. So uh, we're happy to share the design and the idea with people. If you want to build your own, I think that's great. Um, the only reason we make them is because a lot of people would like to have them, and they just don't have the time to make it they just want it because there's other stuff that they want to build or they're they they do not have the interest in actually constructing it and that's fine so we make them for um for people who just want them but uh, if you want to make your own come to dayton come to the forum and uh all the secrets will be revealed uh these are are carefully guarded secrets that were originally published in the 1934 arl handbook i think so <laughs> And, and I hope we're going to have that recorded as well, so maybe we can play it back for our yeah, listeners. Yeah, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to record the session. It, it may or may not work out, but if if it doesn't work out, I'm gonna record a presentation of the you know offline of okay. the presentation. Fabulous. So we'll we'll be posting an audio um, version of the presentation and all the PowerPoint slides uh, after Dayton for sure. That's awesome, George. Man, thank you so much for coming on with us. As oh, my always, pleasure, Kale. I can't wait to see you, man. It's going to be great. I am so oh, I'm really looking forward stoked. to it. It's, it's going to be awesome. Folks, you might, my, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it very much. Absolutely. It's KJ6VU. Guys, check them out, Pactena.com. You can check out the Mini there. If you want to wait till Dayton, you can wait till Dayton. But they're, they're going to sell like crazy. So if you want to go and get yours on the way, check it out, Pactena.com. Dan Romancic, KB6NU. He's been a guest on the show before. He's known as the CW Geek. He's a writer. He creates the no-nonsense study guides for those of you looking to get your license or even upgrading your license. We're going to talk about his brand-new extra study guide, his CW forum he's going to host at Hamvention and more right here. Dan, thank you for being here with us today. Hey, my pleasure, Kale. It's been a while since we've had you on, but uh, again, welcome back. It's always great to hear your voice. Oh, thanks. Hey, it's always uh, good to be on. Yeah, yeah. Now, you're going to be at Dayton, if I'm not mistaken, right? I am. And not only am I going to be at Dayton, I'm actually speaking at Dayton. Okay, so you're doing uh, like a forum, I guess is what they call that? Yeah, they call them forums, but it's really, in my, in my case, it's really just a talk. I'm okay. going to be talking about uh, how to get into CW and uh uh, how to choose a key and, you know, what apps might be out there to learn with and stuff like that. 
Well, I know that we'll have a lot of folks interested in that. Dan, will you be recording that while you're there? I do plan to record it, yeah. Okay. Well, maybe we can play it on on an upcoming program or something or have it available to the listeners because I know folks, we see those questions a lot. Where do I start? What apps do I use? And what is the best key or paddle or whatever to begin with? So that I I know that there will be a lot of interest there. When is and where is your your talk there? Uh, The talk is at 9.15 a.m. on Friday morning, which is really not the best spot, but that's okay. And it's in room five. Okay. All right. Room five at nine o'clock. Now I'll nine fifteen. Nine fifteen. Nine fifteen. Be there at nine o'clock so you'll get a good seat. I will be uh I'll be close to landing by then. So I'm gonna miss your talk, unfortunately. But I do look forward to getting to see you and, and hope that you uh you can find some time to hang out with us at the the uh Pac Tennis sponsored three Ham Radio three sixty booth. Oh, I'm definitely planning on it. Absolutely. Well, great, man. Great. Hey, uh, you've just recently re-released your extra study guide for the new question pool. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, it's uh, just updated, just hot off the press. And this time I have a uh, print version, which I didn't have before. Okay. Okay. So people can order it uh, as a Kindle ebook, as a PDF, or as a print version now. And they can do this, uh, uh, the ebooks they can get right off my website, uh, but they can get everything, the ebooks and the print version from Amazon. Fantastic. And we'll have a link to that here in our show notes. Now, uh, you've gone through all the questions and you went through all the past questions as, as a general that really needs to upgrade and, and I just haven't gotten it done. Um, tell me, what are the differences in this pool versus the last pool or, or did you, any, did you recognize any differences? You know, actually, there are quite a few changes. I, I'm going to guess about, I didn't do an exhaustive analysis, but I'm going to guess about 20% of the, percent of the questions are, have either been dropped or are changed. And, and while it hasn't made the test really too much harder, it is a little bit more difficult, but the questions are more, um, more relevant. They dropped a lot of this, what I would think, consider irrelevant questions. Okay. And, and we've heard that complaint for a long time, even with the technician test and the general test. Uh, times are changing and sometimes it may take eight years instead of four to bring the, bring the questions up to where we're at today. Uh, I probably should have tested before the new question, but I guess it goes into effect in July, right? Right, July 1st. Okay, so we could be studying now with your new no-nonsense guide and be ready for the new questions uh, come July. Uh, right, right. And, you know, and if you didn't want to wait, and I know we're getting really kind of close to the deadline, yeah. but if people didn't want to wait, they could even buy my current, the current study guide thinking, well, I'm going to do this in two months. And if they don't get the license by uh, June 30th, I'll send them a free copy of the updated version. That's hard to beat, folks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, especially because I'll tell you another reason why. The the new version is gonna cost two bucks more. So, you know, if you want to save two bucks, buy the current version now and I'll send you the, the updated version later. That's customer service right there, folks. <laughs> hey, tell us a little bit about how things have been going for you. I know that you are the uh, self-proclaimed CW geek. Are you still uh, here recently in this last week, it appears, all I see on the net is the bands are dead, the bands are dead. Are you having any luck at all? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, any, any almost any night, you can listen on 40 meters and, and hear lots and lots of signals, you know, except for maybe Monday and Tuesday of this week when we had a solar flare 
and the bands really were dead on Monday and Tuesday, <laughs> but that wasn't due to a lack of activity. It was due to ionospheric conditions. But you know what? There's lots of people on, and there's lots of there's even lots of beginners on. You know, there's a, there's a spot on 40 meters between 7100 and say 7125 kilohertz where there's lots of newcomers to CW. Mm. And I always tell people about that section because, you know, it can get kind of, uh, what am I trying to say? You know, you know, you, kind of, you get kind of nervous getting in with the fast guys. But up there around 7100 to 7125, there's lots of slow speed uh, QSOs going on, and you can jump right in there. Fantastic. That's always good to know because we have a lot of folks wanting to learn. Of course, now that we don't have to learn it anymore, everyone wants to learn it, right? Right. <laughs> well, tell us uh, a little bit more about uh, the CW. Uh, what is it? The CW Geeks Guide to Having Fun on in Morse Code. Is that the correct title? Because that just came right off the top of my head. I know it's close to something like that. Yeah, I know it's kind of a long title, but it's but it's the CW Geeks Guide to Having Fun with Morse Code. Okay. And 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 I always like to stress the having fun part. Okay. Yeah. You know, you know, pe- people want to learn it. But if they're not having fun with it, don't learn it. You know, I, I'm I'm the biggest CW guy there is, right? Yeah. But but if it's not fun for people, I tell them don't don't worry about it. Just wait and try something else and come back to it later. That's right, absolutely. You know, ham radio is supposed to be fun. If you're not having fun with it, don't do it. I've got an online friend who's who's kind of beating his head against the floor right now studying. Uh, he's a, a a musician from the past. And he says he's just having trouble getting it. Uh, is his rhythm that he learned as a musician, will that help him? Oh, it should. I, I, I've worked lots of, uh, musicians on CW and, and it's a, it is a kind of a rhythm thing. Um, so it should help him. You know, I think maybe in his case, it's just, just practice. I mean, how, where, where is he, where is he hanging up? I'm not, I think he's got about 11 letters right now so far. So, I mean, he's way ahead of me because I know two. well you know so maybe in his case it's just just you know practicing more right yeah okay well i'll pass the other other thing i tell people is you know once you know the letters and numbers get on the air there's nothing like there's nothing that'll focus you than getting on the air and trying to make a contact with another person right right if you're if you're playing around with a cw learning app it's easy to just say, "Oh, I'm, you know, I'm too tired, or I'm not going to get it. I'm, yeah, I just blow it off." Right. But when you're on the air, you've got focus. Yeah. Uh, real quick, Dan, what is your favorite learning app for smartphones, smart devices right now? Well, I I always give people two choices. Uh, the first two choices are the G4 FON CW Trainer Program, mm-hmm. and then uh, 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 the K7QO Code Course. K7QO code course is actually kind of an interesting thing. Uh, Chuck, um, I forget his last name, but K7QO, he's, he's a, he's a real, uh, CW guy and he's come up with this code course and it's much different than any, anyone else's. He goes right through the alphabet, A, B, C, D, E. Huh. And I know it's, it, and it's a set of MP3 files, which you can play anywhere on a computer or on your phone, wherever you can play an MP3 file. Right. And what he does is, he starts off slow, so I'll send just A's, real slow, and then faster, 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 faster. Then the next one will be B, and then somewhere in there he he does review of the characters he's already taught you, 
And a lot of people like that much more than even the Koch method, which the G4FONCW trainer uses. Right. Yeah, that's the one I've fooled with, and that's where I've learned K and M. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, let me ask you real quick. You've got um, – You've got well. I've seen rumors on your blog, or maybe they're not even rumors. Maybe they're substantiated that you're going to begin doing some audio reading on your blog. Uh, some of your postings are going to be in audio. Maybe even reading the chapters of your study manual. Is that true? Well, so what I've done is I started. I started this actually about a year ago, and I wasn't happy with the results. And um, I think part of it was the audio equipment I was using. Mm-hmm. And with your advice, I bu- actually bought this. Uh, ATR 2100 USB oh, yeah. microphone, and I'm yeah. getting a lot better results with it. So, so I've recorded the first two chapters of my tech study guide, and I've um, enlisted the help of a of an editor off uh, Reddit, actually. And I'm gonna I'm gonna press on here and and produce an audio book version of the tech study guide. Fantastic, man! Well, that's exciting, Dan. I, I think it is. I it think you'll do great, and you do sound great. Your audio right now is perfect. I'm on the audio. I'm on the uh, ATR 2100 as well. It's kind of the go-to, really decent price, good podcasting mic. Uh, but it, you get great results from it, and, and that's really cool, man. Congrats to congrats on that. We're excited to hear that. I know my kids who are uh, kicking around the idea of studying would would appreciate that. You know, you know, it's interesting. As I was as I was recording it, I, I started out by just reading what was in the book, but I quickly found out that I I couldn't do that. It's a <laughs> it's a little bit different when you're listening to it. Right. So I've it, it's actually not going to be the book, but but it's going to be it's and so it's going to be this basically the same but a little different. If that makes any sense. Well, yeah, because it's it's not the written word anymore; it's the spoken word, and there's a difference there. Right. Right, yeah. and and I can't and like in chapter two, there's there's questions about what components are in the figures. Well, you can't you don't have a figure with an audio book, right? So you had to I had to describe the figure and then go through those questions. So it's it's going to be different, but it's going to be good. Fantastic. Well, I can't wait to hear it. I'm excited for you for that. That that's always fun to to take what you've created and then take it to a different format and, and watch how it's accepted by folks. Yep, yep, and we'll see, and we'll see. You know, it, it, this is going to be a real experiment, and uh, well, we'll just have to see how it goes. Well, you know, that's what this hobby is all about, right? Experimentation, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, speaking of experimentation, I want to take just a second here and uh, and kind of let everybody know that uh, the KB6NU.com blog is now a uh, show sponsor for us, and here in the mix, in the midst of all the different breaks we have, uh, you'll hear Dan. And uh, Dan, I, I've got a little music bed to go behind your um, behind your spot. We'll play it following this, and I hope you like it. I think it sounds really good. Oh, cool! Yeah, and, and appreciate you supporting the show, and uh, thank you for for uh, producing your content. Your, your blog is great. We've got a link to it on the HamRadio360.com site, and it's always great to see it refreshed and there's relevant information there. And if you've never been to Dan's blog, this is the time to go. It's KB6NU.com. And that's the number one ham radio blog site, according to uh, Google. <laughs> well, that, that's, how, that's what I joke about anyway. <laughs> well, it's there at the top of the list. I mean, you claim it, right? Uh, that's right. If you, if you well. Google ham radio blog, I'm number one. Yeah, yeah. I tell people we're their favorite ham radio podcast. I mean, I'm just kind of assuming. <laughs> <laughs> but, Dan, we look forward to seeing you in Dayton. It's just a couple of days away. You, you're going to tell us about your talk at 915 Friday morning. Uh, give us the room number and the, and the subject again. 
Okay. It's uh, again, it's called having fun with Morse code and it's going to be about learning how to learn Morse code, how to choose a key, really, really uh, geared for the newcomers. It's at 9.15 a.m. Friday morning in room five. Room five. So, guys, make sure you get up, get there. You're going to want to be there early anyway. You're probably already going to be there because of the, the flea market and whatnot. Make sure you check down. It's going to be a great time. Dan, look forward to meeting you, shaking your hand, telling you again thank you uh, for participating with us here on the HamRadio360.com podcast. And, uh, wow, just a few days, and, and I'll take my first trip to Dayton. I'm really excited. Oh, you, you know what? You'll you'll have such a blast. You won't you won't believe it. Hon- honest to God, you just won't believe it. Well, that's great stuff, man. I appreciate it, <laughs> and we'll catch up with you soon, Dan. Again, it's kb6nu.com for more information, or you can find him on the hamradio360.com website. I'll see you next week. Seventy-three, Dan. Seventy-three. Hi, Dan KB6NU here. Whether you're studying for your tech license or looking to upgrade to general or extra. You should check out my no-nonsense amateur radio license study guides. Written in my easy-to-understand, no-nonsense style, they really are the easiest way to learn what you need to know to pass the test. And they are always up to date. The PDF version of the Technician Class Study Guide is free on my website at kb6nu.com podcast. And all my study guides are available in print, PDF, Kindle, and EPUB versions. Let me help you have more fun with ham radio. Go to kb6nu.com slash podcast and get started today. BridgecomSystems.com has set themselves up to become a major player in the amateur radio community. Repeaters, handhelds, and now mobile radios for 220 megahertz. They've got a lot going for them. We're going to catch up with Ron right here as he tells us about their plans for Dayton. Yeah, my name's Ron of BridgeCom Systems, uh, KC0QVT. Tim and I, my uh, sales and marketing guy, he's KE. Zero GWR. We'll both be at Dayton this year, and our booth number is the we're in the Silver Arena, uh, booth number three one six. Okay. And uh, we'll have on display uh, our repeaters, uh, as well as uh, our new mobile. We just debuted to the market the two twenty mobile. We'll have uh, our two twenty handheld, the BCH two twenty. That's been selling really well, and. Uh, We'll also have uh, a two meter and a seventy centimeter single band mobile for display. Not released yet, but we'll have those on display. Ron, let me so, ask you, let me ask you a quick question, if I can. Stop you here just a sec. Uh, yeah. You guys chose two twenty to come in to the to to break into the amateur market for your your business there, Bridgecom Systems. You got you guys do uh, land mobile, commercial, whatever you want to call it. Uh, why did you choose two twenty? What what was the what was the call to you there? You know, it actually was uh, two years back. We went, we, uh, went to Dayton for the first time. I actually had my, uh, oldest son with me and, uh, we, uh, we, we had a lot of folks ask us when we were debuting our, uh, two meter and 70 centimeter repeaters. They asked us if we had a 220 repeater. And I, I must have said no about 15 times. <laughs> and, uh, so anyway, what I did, uh, after getting back to the shop, I, I looked around and, and 
realize that I had access to the same hardware platform that I'd been using for the 220, or I'm sorry, the two meter and the 70 centimeter repeaters. So that's what prompted that was it was our trip to Dayton in 2014. And there was you just saw a, def, a definitive need there. Uh, folks did not have the market really. I, I know for a fact that our local club could not find a 220 repeater. And I stumbled over your ad one day in the back of QST, and they were talking. I said, guys, here's a 220 machine. You guys should check this out and just see if it'll work for us. And sure enough, it's been working for about two years or, or about a year and a half, I guess I'd say, flawlessly. And uh, it, it was the repeater what got you into uh, to making the, the handheld and into the mobile as well? It was, yeah. We realized that uh, you know that the 220 market was somewhat in a, uh, I guess, a subdued state. There were folks out out west and out east that were, uh, you know, heavily into 220 because of the congested uh, RF markets for uh, two meter and 70 centimeter. So uh, there was somewhat of a demand for it, but uh, the uh, just, just having all those folks come up to us and ask us, you know, what, what, what you got in 220. And so we, we just kind of st- stared and shook our heads. And <laughs> but I just could tell there was, you know, usually when there's more than one person asking for something, there's probably a demand there. And right. so I did a, I did a quick survey, uh, after I got back and, and there seemed to be enough demand and it wasn't much for me to actually create the 220 version. Because the software, which is what I do, I do the software here at BridgeCom, was just a matter of changing the frequencies over, and everything else was the same. And the plat, the RF platform, other than the PAs and everything, and the front end and uh, the transmitter filters, just a matter of changing that over. But it, the platform that I parked that software on was virtually the same, so I was able to quickly uh, get a 220 repeater to market. Uh, because the development work for the most part had been done. The chassis was created, the, you know, the whole guts of the, of the repeater was, is very much similar to the, the, the other, other flavors. So it was a really cool deal. Uh, and lo and behold, uh, here we are, uh, with a mobile out now that, uh, cause that came about after the repeater, right. uh, came about. People said, well, you got a nice mobile. And we <laughs> said, well, uh, I think we can do something like that too. So it's, it's been a, it's been a pretty cool deal in that respect, you know, just you just be at the right place at the right time, I guess. Nothing like having somebody come up and ask you to take their money. <laughs> yeah, well, you, uh, I hate to even bring this up, but, you know, we get a lot of calls for people wanting six meter stuff. Ah. And I mean, I'd, 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 I'd hate to even entertain it at this point, but uh, that is something that uh, we do get inquiries about because it seems like there's a, you know, that's a, that's an area of the spectrum that's that's somewhat unserviced as well. Right, right. Well, uh, tell us a little bit about the, the mobile because I've got one. I've had one for a couple of weeks, a couple of months, I guess I'd say. I've used it. I love the display on it. I, I dig the fact that it feels like a Motorola or a Kenwood commercial rig. It doesn't feel like... A, a typical amateur rig and uh, the, the build quality is definitively there and the folks around here like it a lot and I anticipate once the guys get to see it it's right now I've got it hidden in my shack but once the locals get to see it they'll be wanting one as well tell us a little bit about uh, the understanding the the need for the market for the repeater and then folks saying hey we'd like to have a, a nice non uh, really hard to program kind of uh, ultra cheap import radio versus what you guys came up with 
Um, and I think you fell right, right where it needed to be personally. You can read the manual in English. It all makes sense. You can connect it to your computer. It programs really nicely. Uh, tell us a little bit about the, the thought processes that went in there and, uh, the, the, the reasoning for going with the commercial type chassis versus a lighter weight amateur chassis. Well, uh, I, I've been doing software engineering for Land Mobile Radio since 1996, and I've I've talked to a lot of people in both commercial and amateur, and I've come to realize that people want something that's simple, intuitive, easy to use. And so I took my experience that I've had with uh, working with commercial and amateur radio over the last several years. And I tried to make a radio that you didn't have to be a computer scientist to, to understand and program. Uh, I, I was, I realized, you know, that the, uh, you know, when I looked at a lot of these amateur radios on the market and I'm not, I'm not saying anything bad here, but I just noticed there's a lot of buttons there. They have multifunctions and things and it can get pretty complicated. But at the end of the day, I just realized that people wanted to just communicate back and forth one, one to another. And, you know, they just wanted to enjoy that experience. And I didn't want to put a bunch of stumbling blocks in their way. So the intent was to create a very simple to use radio, but also at the same time, uh, create a high quality radio, uh, use a platform that had good parts in it. Parts that are uh, name brand parts like Mitsubishi Power Amplifier. I mean, that's really the cornerstone of this radio. It's got a, a, a high quality brick, as they call them, 30 watts. The, the, the thing is bolted right to the heat sink, and it really does a good job at getting the, the heat out of the unit into those fins that will then radiate and dissipate that heat away. Mm -hmm. And the reports I've received thus far is it's, it's running really cool. Uh, it's got five, I'm sorry, four different power settings, four, uh, five watts, 10 watts, 20 watts, and 30 watts. And, uh, you know, so you can choose how you want to run it, whether you want to run it in your vehicle or on a base, but the, the temperature, uh, I mean, it does get warm, but it, it does do a good job. The other feature about the radio I think is key is the front panel speaker. Mm, yeah. Uh, having a, when you're in your vehicle, you want that speaker to radiate into your, into your, uh, project into your ear, not uh, on the top or the bottom. I see some of the radios out today where there's a speaker on the top. Well, if you're mounting that in some kind of an enclosure, let's say your dash or something, you know, the, the speakers, uh, it's not, um, it's going into, uh, a different area where it might be muffled, and especially if you've got road noise, if you're in a truck or something, right. the front panel speaker's loud enough to where you can really hear it, and it's nice. And also at the same time, there's an external speaker, uh, three, uh, there's a three and a half millimeter, uh, or I guess you'd call it an eighth inch mono plug for connecting it to an external, and that's 10 watts. Uh, but the software is very simple to use, uh, to, to program it. You can, you don't really need the software at all to program it. Uh, now if you wanted to use it for data applications, which is another point I'd like to highlight that we, uh, really made this radio for the, uh, with emphasis on data applications, uh, doing packet transmissions, because there's a lot of that going on in 9600. Mm -hmm. Well, from what I understand, that's a, getting a good 9600 baud packet radio uh or that'll do packet was uh somewhat hard to find so we know for sure that this radio does 
very well at 9600 and the reports I'm getting back from uh, guys using it has been very good. Uh, the, it's just the exchange rates going back and forth has just been really well. So uh, really happy to say that. So, uh, by the way, we did a quick video on YouTube, uh, or I did rather, that uh, it took about a couple minutes to highlight the radio. You can see it. It's our uh, YouTube channel, Bridgecom Systems. Uh, actually, it's uh, Bridgecom Systems. And you could just go, uh, I shouldn't say Google, but uh, search on YouTube for the BCM220 and you can see a, a quick overview of the radio. Yeah, we'll put a, we'll put a link to that particular, well, actually we'll post the video in our show notes. Uh, okay. It, it's very self-explanatory, so it's very, it, it doesn't take a lot of time, but it's very thorough, which is much appreciated for folks who are trying to decide about buying a radio. Now, I, I've got like a, I guess you would call this a pre-production rig or a first run or pre-first run rig, but you guys now have them in stock. I think that you're shipping, uh, a couple of dozen to Alaska for guys up there to be using. Now, are they using these for their 9,600 runs or are they, are they using them for just voice back and forth? Yeah, that's Anchorage Amateur Radio Club and they're, they're, they're using it for data. They're, okay. Uh, I, I got a video from one of the fellows up there. Uh, they're hooking them up to the, uh, the Camtronics. I believe it's the 9612, uh, packet, uh, train, the packet, or I guess they call them TNCs. Yeah. I'll have to confess my, my experience with the TNCs is somewhat limited. I, I'm just getting into it myself. So I understand. This, this whole thing has been a, a really cool ride for me as well because, you know, uh, one man can only get into so many things, but these guys are <laughs> pulling me into packet, and I, I, I think it's great. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm learning so much about things because I, I spend a lot of time with low speed data. Ah, okay. You know, three, 300 hertz or less, you know, because it'd be part of the uh, subaudible signaling associated with the. Uh, uh, Handshaking with with radio systems, it's, right. it's the underlying uh, signaling protocol. Well, this w uh, was not heard while you're transmitted, but now these guys are doing just complete data transmissions and exchanging, uh, you know, all kinds of different things. But it's all done over the uh, RF uh, carrier, so it's really cool. And the and the cool thing about this radio, folks, is the uh, BCM220 is what we're talking about from Bridgecom Systems. It's their uh, 220 mobile. You can use it. I've got it set up as a base here in the shack. Uh, it's got the plug on the back of the radio to transmit the data. I mean, it's ready to go out of the box. It, it's you don't need anything but the uh, TNC, and, and you're ready to roll. Yeah, you'll need a little. Well, that's true. You'll you'll, you'll need some kind of a connector. Yeah. Uh, to, to build the cable out of and. Uh, yeah, that's easily to easily to procure, and uh, we're going to get that set up so where guys can, if they want to get that as part of a package, we're going to add that as part of a on our our link for the uh, or recommend it to you know, like say you go to this place and you can source that, or we're going to probably right. source that as well because we anticipate a bit a bit more demand for the the radio for packet use. So one of the things that we've been trying to do for, for folks is that, you know, they can come to us and, and get the whole deal, you know, where they get the radio and get a power supply, get an antenna, uh, get the repeater if they want, or they can buy, you know, buy handhelds. Uh, right. you know, we're, we're trying to accommodate folks because one of the things that we're really trying to do a really good job at is providing good quality customer service. I mean, where you, a guy can call up and say, Hey, I got this problem or I want to learn how to do this. or I want to know what's going on here. And, you know, they can talk to somebody and, you know, we can do our best to provide those answers, you right. know, in a very timely way. So uh, that means a lot to people we've come to realize, you know, 
Well, nowadays it's nearly non-existent, so any time that we can get customer service, that's greatly appreciated. Uh, it's BridgecomSystems.com, and you're going to be at Dayton. Now, I'm excited because this is my first Dayton trip coming up in a matter of days. I'm going to get to meet you. I'm going to get to meet Tim, uh, our friends from MTC, uh, George, Jeremy, my co-host here on the show, uh, Dan Romanchik. I know that you guys are familiar with Dan. He's no-nonsense guy. It's going to be a lot of fun, and a lot of people are going to be there. And, again, they can find you at your booth, and it's Sierra Alpha 316, S-A-316, uh, Silver Arena 316. Is that right? That's correct. Yep, Silver Arena. Where uh, right as you come out of the uh, there's a there's a hallway there that, mm-hmm. that uh, where the um, oh what's the name of it? I can't think of their name now. But you come out of this hallway and we're, you stare right at our booth. But we've Fantastic. got a brand new we got a brand new booth this year. Tim just got it done. He's going to be back from uh, the uh, ARL convention that was, took place here over the past weekend in Keystone, Colorado. Right. And we're heading right to Dayton here. Uh, in a couple days. Fantastic. So. Well, Ron, I know that you're busy and I know you're excited. It's a, it's a, it's an exciting time in the hobby and, and most especially because so many people have thought 220 was dead or it was out of their reach and you guys are bringing it back uh, with, with the repeater. Like I say, folks, the K4 double I club here in upstate South Carolina has had one online for about 18 months. It works phenomenally. We're all loving it and it's actually the DX chasing, uh, repeater in the evenings around here. But the mobile is great. The handheld I have as well, and it works flawlessly. If you want some easy-to-use but well-built, not not the $35 stuff. This is this is way past that, folks. So if you're looking for high-quality gear, I talk about them every episode. You should under, believe me by now, but it's, it's BridgecomSystems.com. Ron, thanks again. I look forward to seeing you and Tim both down up there, I guess I should say, in Dayton in just a few days. Thank you very much, and I uh, look forward to meeting you, too. And just to let the folks know that we will have product at our booth. If you want to buy one, we should have plenty of inventory with us. So, uh, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll have some stuff that folks want want to buy. Bring your cash or bring your card. You take them both, right? Yeah, yeah that's right. We'll have a, a swiper there. So, yep. Fantastic. All right, Ron. The handheld and the mobile. Fantastic. That's the BCM 220 and the BCH 220, the M for mobile, the H for handheld. They'll also have their... Uh, there and I didn't I didn't know this. We're going to have a two meter and a four forty rig coming as well, so that's exciting. Ron, thank you so much, man. I'll see you in just a few days. All right, good to know you, and I'll see you then. All right, Ron, thank you, man. Coming up, we've got Richard Lenore. Yeah, you know Richard from MTCRadio.com, one of the best places to grab your Kenwood gear, whether online or at Hamvention. That's right, MTCRadio.com. Here's my conversation with Richard while he's out on the road headed to Hamvention. Hello. Hey, Richard. Yes, sir. It's Kale. How are you? Man, I'm tired, brother. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Ladies and gentlemen, with us we have the Road Warrior, the chain store's worst nightmare. Richard Lenore from Maine Trading Company on the road to Dayton. Where are you at right now? No, no, well, you're going to tell us where you're at right now. You'll be somewhere else when they hear this tomorrow, but where are you at right now? Right now, we're just a little bit north of uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Wow. That's a long... That is Tennessee, you, you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You guys have been driving. You left uh, just a few days ago, and uh, some of you are going up in the truck with the trailer, and others uh, are, are flying up. I, I know you're tired. I know that physically, Richard, your your body is uh, in, in need of some rest, but I know that you've deep down inside, man, you've got to be stoked about what's going to happen this weekend. 
Hey, man, I really am, Kale. This is going to be something. Yeah, um, in the in the truck, uh, Tammy and Danielle are with me, uh-huh. and we've got a helper. Uh, his name is Gene. He's he's in the truck, and um, so yeah, we've been cooped up in the truck. We left yesterday morning. Um, that was Sunday morning. Probably we pulled out of Paris around ten o'clock. We stayed over close to Memphis last night. And we had just some trailer maintenance issues that we had to get corrected this morning. Yeah. And that threw us off a little bit. And, of course, it's pretty hilly terrain all the way across Tennessee. And, I mean, we're pulling a 32-foot trailer, and it's huge. I mean, it's huge. And, you know, we're probably overloaded a little bit. There's over 2,000 radios in the trailer. (laughs) Um, 2,000 radios. I know. That's yeah. insane, man. Yeah. Have you lost a, your mind or got, what? Probably. And that's, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what some are actually saying right now. But yeah, there's, there's over 2,000 radios. It's, it's between 2,000 and 2,500 radios. Wow. And so it's, we're real heavy. I have a one ton Dodge truck and we're just, uh, easing along you know yeah so um christine my wife she's gonna fly up wednesday and um we're gonna we have to be on the flea market parking lot um early wednesday morning and we're just gonna set the trailer and probably put out the texas flags and all that stuff wednesday but thursday will be kind of our unload day we've never done a show like this Mm-hmm. to where we're actually selling out of the trailer. As as you know, um, I, I hurt my back here at a, a few weeks ago at a show, and I've never had any kind of back issues or anything like that. But, you know, where we were last year at Dayton, it just it was not going to work out for us because I would have to roll this stuff, and we'd bring the same amount no matter what. And trying to carry all that in and set it up, it would have been tough. So I think if the weather holds out, this ought to be really, really good. I'm (laughs) telling you, there's, there's 2000 radios plus in the trailer. (laughs) We've got, um, ID 51 A's. There's 300 plus of those. Um, and we're going to blow them out. I mean, blow them out. Here's a, here's a teaser right here for the first 50 people Friday and the first 50 people Saturday, I'm going to sell these ID 51 radios. These are the plus models, um, in the colors, the anniversary editions. I'm going to blow them out for $279. Oh my gosh. So that's the lowest price in the whole world. Kale. Yeah. Um, that's ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. Oh Yeah. And we've got, uh, now, Tammy, I'm standing at the back of the trailer right now, so they can't hear this. If, if she heard me say that, she'd be screaming. <laughs> but they're up, they're up in the truck. We just stopped at a Cracker Barrel to eat. Okay. You know? um, but let's see. What else have I got? Um, you got a brand cool, you got a, you've got little... a brand new radio we, we don't know anything about. Oh, yeah. Do you want to tell this us about that? This is the... Uh, yeah, now it depends on which part of the country you're in is how you pronounce the radio, the the manufacturer name. But in Paris, Texas, 
we pronounce it Wuxin, Um W O U X U N. I know everybody's familiar with that. Somebody might say um, I've heard it pronounced. Uh, that, and I think that's the proper way, but in Texas, it's Wuxin. Okay. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I think we have like three. No, it's 250. I can't remember. We've got 250. That's all we could get in. I wanted to get more, but they were rushed to get them in. Um, this is the 8 Echo, KGUV8E. And this is a tri-band radio, um, 2 meters, 220, and 440. This radio, I mean, it should be one of the stars of the show. Um and I'm kind of expecting to sell out on those. And I'm working out the price. And and the reason I say that, I haven't got the customs bill in from, <laughs> from UPS yet. Right. Um, we just, we got them in on um, Thursday, I guess it was. Mm-hmm. And we've been in Dayton mode full swing that I haven't really had time to to mess with them a whole lot and test them out other than just kind of talking around there locally. Yeah. And, um, but I, I mean, I like what I see. Um, the, the problem, the only problem that I've found so far is their software. Okay. And normally they, I, I order software discs, discs in and, um, and I did this time, but they didn't make it or something. So, They've been trying to email me the software, and you know, with yeah. Gmail and Yahoo and all that, there's there's problems with that. But yeah. we yeah. finally got it, and it's we've got it on the website um, for download now. Um, and that was done late Saturday night. I mean, down to the wire, man. <laughs> so, yeah, there's 250 of those, but they're going to be cheap. I, I'm for sure, um, $150 maybe or less. Okay. Maybe, maybe even cheaper than that. Does it cross? Um, does it cross band I, repeat like its brothers? That's a that's a good question, Kel. <laughs> I don't that? know that answer right okay. now. That's all right. We'll uh, find uh, out at Dayton. Uh, we'll find out, man. We'll find out. Um, but this is the Yoshi. Uh, has fact, the big, it has the big display on it, right? It's the the one that's like the later model. Yes, 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 yes. It's the big. Big display, okay. and uh, it's a pretty cool radio. I mean, I've I've held and, and used the the 8D, the model before that, and and they're pretty good. And it does cross band repeat. I'm suspecting this one will too, but I'll know more about that maybe tonight when we okay. stop for the night. Gotcha. Um, we were hoping to make it to Dayton today, but it it's not going to happen. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, that's, that's why you leave a few days early. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And what else have I got cooking up? We've got, I think there's one, maybe two pallets of Yezu being shipped straight to Dayton for us because we couldn't get it on the trailer. Oh, my goodness. Um, oh, I know. And um, we've got, got big Ameritron amps. Oh, that is a good question, Kel. <laughs> we have... Um, Thirty nine seventy three hundreds um in the trailer. I'm, that doesn't sound like a large number and I guess it's not. So they'll does pretty quick. Yeah. Yes, no, yeah. And those. from what I hear, there's not gonna be many dealers there with them. So mm-hmm. 
So look out. Uh, now, I, I want to keep going, but we're going to stop here just a second. Tell us exactly yeah. where you're going to be in the flea market, because this is new for you. You're not going to be inside this year. Totally understand the setting up, because mm-hmm. when we when we do trade shows with my wife, it's just me setting it up, and there's no fun, and I don't have nearly 2,000 radios to, to get out and unbox. So where can we find you? When I get to Dayton on Friday morning, I want to come see Richard and Tammy and Danielle and Christine. Where can I go to find you on the fairgrounds? Well, first thing, the booth spaces. Everybody wants to know the booth space. And I can't even tell you what it is, but I did put it on our website, mtcradio.com. It's something. I don't don't remember the number. If I told you, it would probably be wrong. But I can tell you how to get to it. If you're in Hara Arena and you're looking, you're standing in the Kenwood booth and you're looking out the back door, right down the ramp, it goes right outside and your food vendors are right there. Okay. If you just walk right out that back door, you'll see us. Okay. We'll be the first dealer that you see out there. We've got a 32-foot big white trailer. We'll have Texas flags flying and MTC flags and banners and signs. And I'm telling you, we've got pallets of radios, pallets of them. We're just going to roll them out. We brought the pallet jack, and we're going to roll them right out on the parking lot and liquidate them. All right. We, uh, we're overloaded. I've, so I've, I've got go the back. spaces. Yeah, you can't take them home. I've got your flea market spaces. It's Fox Echo 2401 through 2405. So Fox Echo 2401 is, yeah, is, is yeah, where you're yeah, at. Yeah. Fox Echo 2401. Yeah. I looked it up. Well, there. right. It's an end cap, and it's, 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 it's a huge space. So – it's going to be really good. I hope the weather's holding up. The girls are kind of watching that for me, and yeah. and uh, you know, um, it's kind of looking kind of iffy for Saturday afternoon. But we'll probably be sold out by then. That'll be all right. You can just close the trailer yeah. down and and go eat some <laughs> hot dogs or something. <laughs> Tell me, uh, That's right. you mentioned That's the big right. you, you mentioned the big Ameritron apps you're taking with us. You guys doing some show specials on those? Oh man. Let me tell you, and I, and I, I may have talked about this before with you. Anytime that we are at a show with MFJ and Ameritron and all these guys, I mean, I can do a deal because there's absolutely no shipping involved. Mm-hmm. Now, on any any website out there, mine included, uh, most of them, if you order over a certain dollar amount, it's free shipping. But they're really kale. There's, there is no free shipping. Yeah. I mean, somebody's paying for it somewhere. So on a big Ameritron amp, if I buy one and they ship it to me from Ameritron on a big one, that's a hundred dollars for sure. And then if I ship it to a customer, that's at least another hundred, Yeah. you know, and all that is packed in the price somehow. So, I mean, there's really no free shipping. It's just in the price um, to be competitive or whatever. But if they are at a show with me, they and I have ordered at least two pallets of a Baratron amplifiers, they bring them. They'll deliver them. They deliver them to the show on an 18-wheeler, and there's absolutely no freight charge involved getting them to me. Right. And then there's absolutely... No freight charge in in me handing the amplifier to you and you rolling it out on my dolly. I mean, so so there's deals sure to be had on the two hundred dollars, right? Yeah, for sure. That's two hundred dollars that can come off of any price. 
and then you know i'm gonna discount it because we're just there making friends man i got you <laughs> Here, here's the thing i'm excited he, guys he's he bringing pallets of radio and this isn't this isn't a monster chain store this isn't a, a nationwide retail outlet this is a man and his family working hard like you do every day to put food on his table and to keep people employed in in texas and he's bringing pallets of radios to dayton ohio for you to take home with you including multiple hundred pound ameritron amplifiers i mean those things are as big as you can bring your truck and your wife's credit card you know that's it man that's it um bring cash i'll tell you that for the best deal um because we will cut it all the way down i mean even as far as credit card charges and credit card transaction fees, all of them are two, 2% to 5%. You bring cash. We'll knock that off too on most items. So, um, but we'll take credit cards right on the spot. We're excited, man. We're going to have Bridgecom 220 radios. Right. We've got piles of those. We've got bow things. We've got Kenwood, Icom, Yezu, Alinko, all models are in stock. It, other than one, the FT-857D, they're on national back order. But everything else, oh, I forgot to tell you this. The the new Yezu, the FT-891, uh-huh. we'll, we will have show specials on that radio. They're not available anywhere right now. Okay. But I will have a price, and it'll be a show special for, for Dayton only. Pre-order. Prepay, and as soon as they come in, it's yours. We'll ship them right out. Okay, so, so folks, we haven't um, we haven't rehearsed this phone call. And Richard, I was getting ready to try to put you on the spot, but you beat me to it. What can you tell us about the eight ninety one? Because there's so much speculation, it's ridiculous. Is it a replacement for the eight ninety seven, the eight fifty seven, the eight seventeen? Where is this thing going to fit in the family of Yesu Radios? It's gonna. It's. I don't think it's a replacement for any of those that you mentioned. Okay. Um. It's. It's HF and six meters only. Um. It's. It's. It's gonna be a step up from a four fifty. Is what okay. it's gonna be. Okay. And they, they kind of put it in a class of its own. And um. There's. There will be one on display at Dayton in the Yazoo booth, from what okay. I'm hearing. Do you do you so, know size when you say a step up from the 450D, which is a phenomenal radio? Uh, is it? Mm-hmm. It's not. A, it's not a starter rig, and it's not a. No. Uh, you know, it's not a FTX 5000 or whatever. That I can't even look at those because I can't afford it. Don't even think about looking at. Um, oh, I bet you can. We'll have them there with <laughs> us. I'll make you a deal, man. Oh uh, yeah, and I'll come home to an empty house. We'll have anywhere to set no. it up. Uh, tell me, do you know size-wise where this thing's going to fall out? Kind of is it is it compact? Is it a full top you know desktop like a TS five ninety? Have any ideas about that? I, I don't, man. Okay. I, okay. I don't. I'm sorry. No, I, that's okay. I, I mean, don't. it's all speculative right mm-hmm. now. And I was mm-hmm. going to try to catch you on that one, but you beat me to it. So that's that's going to mm-hmm. be an awesome pre-sale available. Do you guys have uh, FT-817s? Mm, I think I have a few. Okay. I sure do. All right. Mm-hmm. I know that they're, they're getting yeah. hard to find, too. I guess they're on they're getting hard to find. back order. Oh, I forgot to tell you this. We never, we never bring used gear to, to the ham fest with us, ever. Oh. I mean, it's too much to... to package it and box it all back up and 
yeah. and get it there. And, uh, you know, because if you're buying a used rig, you definitely want to see it, you know. So we can't just hand you a brown box and, you know, <laughs> there you is. go. But we're, <laughs> yeah, but we've got a whole pallet. Danielle shrink wrapped a pallet yesterday, six foot tall, four by four, whatever a pallet is, yeah. um, full of all kinds of used stuff, mainly all HF rigs. Wow. So there's from $300 rigs or less to there's a, there's an FTDX 5,000 an FTDX 9,000. Um, there's, um, what else is on there? I don't even know. There's a bunch of stuff and we're just going to blow it out, man. Wow. Um, and talking about used gear, of course, we're going to take trade-ins right there at the booth. Yep. We have a guy bringing gold Krugerrands because we trade for most anything. He's bringing those to, to trade in and get him a 990 this weekend. Wow, big um, dog. I've got, oh, yeah, man, I've got, we, we've already made lots of deals with people already, and they're, we're going to do the transaction there. Um, they told us what to bring and what to do and all that, and we're bringing it. Um, so yeah, bring your trades would, you know, we'll trade for just about, we'll trade for any radio, no, no problem, but I'll trade for other stuff too. Whatever you got, bring it. We'll help you get the radio you want. As long as it um, don't eat, right? And, yeah. As long as it don't eat, man, we've been through that deal before and it just didn't work out too good. All right. Um, we're going to see, go, go ahead, go ahead. What, one more thing, man. I got to okay. throw this out All there. Right. We're going to do something else that's never been done mtc now i'm not bragging and and i hope it doesn't come off like i'm bragging because that's not not what i'm doing at all we we've done a lot of new and different things in the industry um we're the first to offer you know the the four-year extended warranty on on new radios nobody in the industry offers any kind of real warranty on used radios this is what we're going to do, Kale. So you're comfortable in buying a, a used radio from us. Mm-hmm. If the radio is five years old or newer, we're going to guarantee it a year. Wow. So, and you you pull us up on the internet, look at our eBay feedback. Our record is is spotless, man. Yeah. If if we say it's good, it's good. If you have a problem with it, send it back. We have all our radios checked. They're awesome. If we have any doubts about it, we're not gonna we're not gonna put our seal of approval on it. Right. So five year radios, five years old or newer, one year warranty, just like <laughs> a manufacturer's warranty. Listen, so, if you're if you're a new and, ham and you're broke like me, and you have an ability to get to Dayton Hamvention this weekend, you need to be there and go to flea market space, Fox Echo twenty four oh one. Richard just told you it's there. If you're trying to break into HF, you're a, gen- a new general class upgrade, and you need an HF rig, maybe you don't have the funds to buy a brand new one. He's going to have them there. That's and, and, folks, I've said this from day one. The reason I had MTC as my number one pick for show sponsor, and they've been with me before I was a show, was because I knew their reputation spoke for themselves. When Richard tells you he'll warrant your radio, he'll warrant your radio. And if he tells you it's going to be a good radio, you've got a good radio. And my gosh, the deal's two hundred seventy nine dollars for 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 the fifty one A anniversary edition. Hand- that is stupid, man. <laughs> I know the first fifty people Friday, the first fifty people Saturday, and 
um, while supplies last, we're giving away ICOM T-shirts with every ICOM radio purchase, and we've got cases of them. But, I mean, there's 20,000 people show up at Dayton, so I don't think we'll have, you know, enough T-shirts to go around. Right. Um, Yezu hats, Yezu mouse pads, freebies, and fun. I mean, it's going to be fun. And I'm, I'm stoked. We're man. right outside the back door. We've got radio staff, and we will we will help you get what you want, man. That's, That's what awesome. we're going to do. Are, are the girls excited? I call them girls. I should call them ladies. Are the ladies excited? I know they're ready to get there. They're tired of, tired of riding, <laughs> but are they excited? They they are. Danielle's very excited. She's worked real hard. And Tammy is very excited, for the most part, and <laughs> and she's worked real <laughs> she's worked real hard as well. This is a hard show. I mean, yeah. we normally we do twenty eight hand fest a year, and about three hundred miles is just about as far as we go, unless it's a super huge event like Dayton. Yeah. Um, and it's you know it's um it's almost a thousand miles up here for us, wow. and it, you know it's a two day drive. But we we left in plenty of time to you know if there's any problems we can take care of it and you know we're not just stressed out by the time we get there yeah and uh, you know we're <laughs> we're gonna rest tonight we'll rest tomorrow night and we should have a pretty easy setup so then it's, then it's on um, like Donkey Kong oh man it's gonna be on <laughs> last year I mean we had. Um, helpers that came in to to help in the booth, yep. and I mean, all of us were writing tickets from the time we the doors opened um, until you know the doors closed. It just never quit. And wow. hey, here's something else to keep in mind. I'm not sure what time the doors open there, but like to get into the the buildings and the arena and all that. If it's eight o'clock or nine o'clock or whatever it is, right? But we're out there on the flea market at daylight. Get there early, so get a deal. You get you get there early, you get a deal. Yep. You don't even have to go in if you don't want to, <laughs> but I mean you should because there's a lot of cool stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. But early I, bird gets I, can, the worm. I guarantee you the early bird will get the worm. Uh that's a given. Right. We've got Kenwood eight seventies, nine fifties. I mean you, those, these are used rigs. Yeah. Um Yezu eight nineties. There's, I, I can't even remember. Guarantee you'll save some money. Big trailer right outside the back door. Texas flags. Christy and I'll be there. Tammy, Danielle, and we may have some other helpers show up. And I hope you get to come hang out with us a little bit oh, too. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there for sure. And I and I can't wait to finally get to shake your hand and tell you thank you for being such a great supporter. Of Ham Radio 360, formerly Photime. It's been a lot of fun these two years, Richard, and I'm excited to uh, to see just how much how much uh, trouble we can stir up at Dayton this year. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're already going to be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, y'all continue to be careful on your drive. Make sure okay. Tammy, make sure Tammy takes her medicine. Don't get you back out of whack. And I'll see you Friday morning, bright and early. As soon as the plane lands, I'm driving directly from the airport over. I'll be in booth four oh six BA four oh six. I'll find you guys mm-hmm. at the flea market at Fox Echo twenty four oh one, right out the back door past the Kenwood booth so you can go by there and pick out which Kenwood you want. Go to Texas 
the big Texas flag, one of the one of the top selling dealers of Kenwood rigs in the country's main trading company. You'll find them right outside the back door of the big arena there. Fox Echo 2401. Richard, man, thank you so much. I'll see you in a few days, and I am totally stoked about how much fun we're going Thanks, to take. Thanks, I'm really stoked, too. It's going to be awesome. Awesome, man. Well, y'all be careful, and we'll talk to you on Friday. That's going to wrap 52. We're going to be headed up to Dayton in just a couple of days. I'm going to get on an airplane and fly. I'm going to, I haven't flown in a couple of years. Actually, it's been over 10 years that I've flown, so I'm kind of excited. I've always enjoyed that, but look forward to getting there, to being at booth 406 BA406. That's in the Ball Arena. You'll find us there at BA406. Cannot wait to get to shake your hand and tell you thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. You've got friends that haven't listened to the show. You guys are going to be at Hamvention. Make sure you stop by and see us. Of course, we're going to be there. Jeremy and George are going to be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Again, it's BA406. We can't wait to meet you to say thank you for your support. We're going to have microphones set up. If you want to record your call and a shout-out or whatever, we're going to be there doing that. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Cannot wait to get to meet you. I appreciate you every time coming back and listening to the show. You've got friends that are in amateur radio. Maybe they don't listen to the podcast. Maybe they don't even know what a podcast is. Well, now's the time for you to share. Just press the share key. Share it with all your friends. Tweet it, retweet it, whatever you want to do. Let everyone know about Ham Radio 360. We're covering the hobby in every direction, and we're going to be doing that this weekend at Dayton Hamvention 2016. I guess I'll see you all there. God bless you, 73. Thank you for listening to Ham Radio 360, brought to you by mtcradio.com. For more information about the program, visit hamradio360.com. Till next time, 73s, y'all.